Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? Happy summer if you are in the Northern Hemisphere like me, or happy winter if you are in the Southern Hemisphere listening to us. And today I want to share with you something that one subscriber asked me to write about, and it is providing emotional support to the complete family, or otherwise the feeling is that everything will fall apart. Um, I would like to start by asking you some questions that will trigger, you know, some answers and that will pave the way to, you know, get dirty uh, and start doing the work on this very important topic, very sensible topic that will resonate with most of us. So, have you ever felt that you couldn't take a full step because your family system was going to fall down like a house of cards? Have you ever felt exhausted trying to make sure everything and everyone in your family are okay? Has the pandemic enhanced the feeling of responsibility you have towards everything and everyone around you? Do you feel that there isn't space for you to have a bad day? As I mentioned, this was suggested to me by one of our readers and I found it very timely, as many people are experiencing the same. And when I was reading her message, I could sense her compassion for her family, but also a hint of anxiety. And then I went on, this is so normal because this is what happens to anyone who's living under so much pressure. So I would like to start by talking about crisis. In moments of crisis, uncertainty, transition, the death of a way of living and the birth of a new one, we are expected to have days of discomfort, sadness and anxiety. And the conflict emerges when we grew up with labels like, you are always so strong, you can always manage everything, you always help me and you are there for everyone. Because while that may have been true at key moments for the family or on many occasions, it just isn't true all the time because no one is Superman or Wonder Woman. Those are beautiful but fictional characters. Real people need a loving container. Real people need support, rest and their own space. We all need someone to hug us, to tell us, I see you. You'll be fine. This too shall pass. And together we can handle this. Now, when there is no one to embrace us, the most normal thing in the world is to start torturing ourselves with thoughts like, if I don't do it, everything will fall apart. If I fall emotionally, the rest of the family will tumble down. How can we let go of those stories when we feel so alone? How can we stop telling ourselves those things when we don't see any network that will catch us when we are supposed to jump into the unknown? And COVID has made that very visible. I find it wonderful that my clients and subscribers share such exquisite sensitivity and extreme responsibility. And I am highlighting this because... In moments of passage, and a clear example is the current one, with the world as we knew it before the pandemic and the doubt we have about what will happen next, it is precisely this type of people who feel the most stressed. 
And you might be asking yourselves why. Because on the surface, these people appear to be okay dealing with everything, raising their foreheads, helping everyone, but at the same time, bearing their own needs. Sensitive and responsible people can't see anyone feeling sad. They can't let the situation get out of control. If the cost of apparent stability in the midst of so much loss is to give everything to everyone, these people will do it. I'm very moved by what I'm saying because I see all those people full of love and the best intentions for their families and friends, but suffering in silence. And it also fills me with so much compassion to see how they drain emotionally, how they shrink and how they burn out to hold their family system in the air while everything they knew collapses around them. Let me tell you something personal. Uh, it's not about COVID, but it's about uh, transitions. So we can draw some parallelism uh, with what I'm talking about today. As many of you know, my mother passed away last year. My first reaction was to lift my father as the earth felt like opening up at our feet. It took me a while to realize that I needed a father, but our roles were reversed. The pain we felt was terrible and sharp, and we did what we could. No one was thinking very clearly, to be honest. The world as we knew it was gone in a matter of minutes because my mother died from one minute to the other. So the first thing I thought was, I have to support my father, shake him a little bit, train him to live on his own and guide him on a, on a daily basis because after all, he has always leaned on my mom. So I assumed at that time that in her absence, it was my turn to offer him some scaffolding. But to be honest, the feeling I had every day was one of terrible helplessness because despite my fierce effort, he was still falling apart. So this is like food for thought because sometimes pushing doesn't equal success or helping. So after so much effort, I started to feel incredible fatigue. I cannot describe it. it. It is something I never felt before. And finally, I was overwhelmed by my own sadness. Of course, I had felt sadness when I learned that my mom died. And you know, I have been struggling with, with mourning. Uh, but I had covered up my feelings trying to help my father. So the truth is that I didn't do what I knew I had to do and what I helped my clients do. I didn't do it myself for my life. And you might be asking yourselves what I mean by this. And it is that I had to honor the stage that had just finished. I needed to mourn. I needed to be my, by my father's side, but without holding him as if he were a baby. And finally, I had to do the work on myself. Deeply, really. To open up for the new stage that was starting. So let's transfer what happened to me to uh, today's topic. When I think about the work you could do if you feel the weight of your whole family on your back, I see many layers. I wish I could tell you it is 
something you, you can do from A to B, but it is not. The first thing is to pinpoint the context where the pressure appeared. As I mentioned before, transitions usually trigger anxiety and anguish. Then it's important for you to accept what you feel without covering it up. It takes courage to let those emotions get on the surface, but it is very important to do so, or otherwise they will get trapped in our bodies and then we will get stressed. The next step is to investigate what has motivated you to behave in that way, in the way you do, you know, putting everyone's burdens on your shoulders. And afterwards, it's crucial not only to rely on your insights, but to take actions in the pursuit of your well-being. And in this particular topic, it is valid to do many things. The first one that comes to mind is to think about how you deal with boundaries, not only with other people, but with yourself, because sometimes we feel unlimited. But as I mentioned before, we aren't a superhero. So this is very important. The second thing is to create an inner strong support for ourselves, for yourself, and to also learn how to ask for help. This is a very humble thing we can do, you know? Then, and this is linked to the two points I have just mentioned, we need to work on our feelings of guilt because setting boundaries and asking for help might trigger guilt, but we, we have to recognize it and then, you know, accept it and put ourselves first. Like when we are on a plane, you know, the face mask should be placed on our face first to be able to help the rest. Then learn to express your needs assertively without victimizing or attacking others, but talking about the situation at hand and the dynamics at stake openly and honestly. Also strengthen bonds outside the family. This will serve as relief and distraction. And in that give and take, your soul will relax. The other thing is to learn to detect when you are reaching your mental, physical and emotional limits. There are several signs that point to this. Obsessive thoughts, fury, anxiety, lack of peace of mind and bodily discomfort. Remember that your body is always talking, so pay attention to what your body is saying. And finally, ask for professional help at all levels, physical, mental and emotional. Go see your doctor, see a coach, mentor, therapist. And also there are beautiful alternative therapists that can help you too. You know, you can get a massage, uh, you can try hypnosis, uh, you can try tapping, which I do if you want to contact me about that. You can do meditation, which I do too. I do mindfulness if you need help. Um, I mean, there are so many things that can relieve your burden. Each case is unique and cannot be generalized. It must be worked on separately and it must be individualized, personalized. But it's clear that you cannot go through life pushing, pushing, pushing and enduring all kinds of demands, hiding or ignoring your deepest needs because that ends draining your energy completely. So you could start questioning 
the feeling that you have to continue whatever it takes or everything falls apart. Because that thought limits and disempowers you. That's why I want to end with a comment that will bring light to this conversation. A comment on self-compassion and on the development of a mindful self. And I'm going to be doing this by quoting professor and researcher Brene Brown. She says, Sharing appropriately with boundaries, not without them, means sharing with people with whom we have developed relationships who can bear the weight of our history. So, Brené Brown says, everyone supporting everyone else, not one person carrying all the burden. And then she goes on. The result of this mutually respectful vulnerability is greater connection, trust and commitment. I love it, I love it, I love it. I love Brené Brown. I recommend her. I hope really this blog relieves you. And if you need help, do ask for it because you deserve to live well. If you know someone who can benefit from this message, forward this to him or to her and invite them to subscribe to these free weekly blogs. In this way, we will build bridges to help each other and we can be of service to one another. For the time being, let me send you a big, big hug. Please feel I'm hugging you and see you next week.